We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did this increase their championship equity? And if so, how much? My answer, and I'm curious what yours is because you hate James Harden. I hate, I don't hate James Harden. I doubt playoff James Harden. Fine. If their championship equity this season was, I don't, I don't even think it was five. I, I was it, was it like a, was it a positive number? Is it like a one, two, whatever it was? I think it just went up by a significant enough degree to justify the trade. You could tell, you could convince me that like the Clippers have a five percent chance to win the title this year. You might be able to convince me the Clippers have like a ten percent chance to win the title this year. Honestly, if they're healthy, I. <sighs> I'd still pick Denver over them. I'm not sure I'd pick anyone else. And I think it would be a great series with Denver. Mm, um, man. This franchise has never been to the finals. Imagine if they get to the finals. Yeah, but the the caveat of if they're healthy is a gigantic caveat. It's but like the whole Harden caveat. comes in. That's where Harden comes in. Because he's been now. a beacon of health come playoff time. No, we're not. Okay, so this is two different. This is why I think it's, I'm not going to call it a brilliant trade by the Clippers. It's not that, mm-hmm. but this is why I do think it's a bet worth making because it's a gamble you make. I agree because Harden, what has he shown without fail? He is a guy that if he is on your team, he will by his mere existence be good enough for, I don't know what the number is of regular season wins, but you're going to win a lot more regular season games because he's on your team because he's just that sort of regular season player. If he can get them to the precipice of the finish line, and then be any semblance of anything in the playoffs. You know, and and like here's the best part. They don't have to have anything invested in him after this year. If the playoffs, if it if he goes poof in the playoffs or starts to go poof, what's stopping Ty Lu from being like, you know what? James, you're 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 playing 20 minutes tonight. I'm serious. Oh, you mean they, oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Because if we get to the playoffs and he's stinking up the joint. Like and Kawhi is healthy and Paul George is healthy and they still have some decent role players. Although I do want to go through the Clippers' new roster now. Um, Wouldn't that be fascinating? We're not gonna play you, James well, Harden. I'm, I'm you not, know? I don't think it's gonna come to that. But like they are not tied to him yet to the point that they where it would be like, well, obviously we have to continue to ride this out because we're stuck with this guy moving forward. Um, you know, I still think the Kawhi and the Paul George of it all and like whether they agree to extensions in LA and like what those extensions look like. I still find that that 
that cloud that's kind of, not, I don't want to call it a cloud, but like that thing hovering over all this, I still find that fascinating. And I don't know if this trade materially changes that one way or another. I think we both assume that they'll find their, find their way back there next year. But like, what does that look like? Are there on new deals? Like, anyway. Um, you are right, though. They they can treat this like a, a one-year th- experiment for now. And then I see, just, how, to, see how things go. Yeah. And to me... With the West the way it is, and with Paul George and Kawhi's health historically the way it has been, like now I feel like maybe you could kind of breathe easy that at least like, okay, we have enough to get a top six seed, which is that's all they care about. Just get a top six seed. Um, so their rotation as of now, I forgot they have Bones Highland on this team. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a weird roster. So James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Bones Highland are all ostensibly point guards, even though I'm not sure any of them are point guards. Um, they have Norm Powell, who will still be there. I'm guessing Russell come off the bench with Norm Powell. That's a pretty good backup backup backcourt. Um, Paul George and Terrence Mann and Kawhi will start at the three wings in some, in some way, shape, or form. Uh, P.J. Tucker will now be their backup four. Or uh, who knows? Maybe they move Mann back to the bench and they start like one of these other guys. I don't know. Would it be wild if they started Russ and Harden together with Paul George and Kawhi? That's what I think the closing lineup's going to be. Yeah, but then are you... So then you're clo- you're not closing with Man? No. You're closing with Harden. You're closing with Russ. You're cl- closing... I mean, you could go just just go small. And I, I was going to say, I would wager a not insignificant sum of money that we're going to see a lot of closing lineups with without a center. Because they've kind of already veered to that, except mm-hmm. they had like Marcus Morris was like, could kind of do the small ball five thing. Now Morris is gone. Does it, does it really change? I mean, that's what that's okay. Let me take a step back. PJ, that's PJ Tucker's department. Yeah. The problem with that is that, I mean, I guess it's not a problem. This is how they were able to beat the Jazz a couple of years ago in the playoffs is they, the way they combated Gobert and his rim protection is all right, yeah, some guard. Smart. Come guard Pat Beverly on the wing. Come guard this is you know on the wing. I'm loving this trade now that I think about how like this is the more this is the D'Antoni ball rockets, but on steroids. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, yeah, exactly. That's perfect phrasing. Now, like PJ Tucker was going to be like the Sixers have wanted they that contract does not age well. They they were going to they wanted to get rid of that because PJ had a, a player option for next year, which would further inhibit their cap space. So they're happy they got rid of him. I think the Clippers are a perfect place for him to end up so he could play that small ball five role. And on top of that, they have Zubac and Plumlee at centers. Who are, those guys are good centers. This is a man. I'm, did I take the Clippers over? I did, didn't I? I think you did. I, yeah. I can look it up now. I think I took their over with the caveat. I think they're going to get James Harden. That's why I took the over because yeah. I. Let's find out how smart we were. Hold on a second. Let's well, go. listen, we're not smart until they actually do it. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm a fan of this from the Clippers' point of view. With again, the caveat, we'll see what they do this summer. Back to Philly, real quick, before we get out of here, and like what this means for the Knicks and everything moving both forward. Took so, there's the over. both took the both over. Took by the way, okay. So, did today? Did this trade make it less likely that Joel Embiid will ever find his way to the Knicks? Um, you know, I guess yes, because I guess there existed some world where like he never traded Harden to the 
Clippers and like this thing just got ridden out until February and or Arden was like made his way back to the court and like started disrupting things. Although I don't think there was ever a realistic scenario where that was going to unfold. What I think. So the, and this is the only other thing I really wanted to say on here. I think the reason this trade got done when it got done, if they're all the nonsense all summer is because Tyrese Maxey came out and looked like he looked this season, Mm -hmm. because once that happened, Philadelphia could sit back and be like, okay, James Harden doesn't play for a game for us this year, and we're still probably going to figure out a way to win 50 games and or get a top four seed. So, like, doesn't exactly put them in the in the power position, but the Clippers knew that any urgency that might have been there was gone. And Harden, more importantly, knew that any urgency on Philly's part that might have been there was gone because if he came in there and tried to lollygag it, they would just be like, okay, go home. We'll, we'll see you later. And not think anything of it because... Quite frankly, for them, and this is the part that I feel like I know a lot of people said like the Sixers shouldn't be worried without too worried without Harden because they have Maxi. I don't think we went far enough with that mindset because really what we should have been saying was the Sixers have every incentive to get James Harden out of here because the best way to convince Julius, uh, Julius, <laughs> Freudian slip, Joel Embiid that Philly is the place that he should spend the next half dozen years of his career or whatever is to say this 23 or 24 year old, however old Maxi is year old kid that we got here. This guy's, this guy's better than James Harden would be if James mm-hmm. Harden was here and happy because he's a decade younger and he's, he does things that James Harden doesn't do. And unlike Harden, this guy might actually be good in the playoffs. So I think, Maxi's emergence is the biggest reason why in the early season, if you're looking at like the possibility that the Embiid eventually sours on the Sixers, I think that's the bigger thing. That it allowed them to then trade James Harden is the, the offshoot. And now again, like we just talked about before, that the, the Sixers have some more um some more tools in their toolbox to to play with, so to speak. Talk about a three game overreaction. I, I think Maxie's been outstanding. Don't get me Maxie's, wrong. I think Maxie's good. You think he's going to shoot 56% from three on eight attempts for the rest of the year? No. No, he He's going to average 36 and six for the year? No. And all, well, we're on that track. Who was Philadelphia beaten? They beat Toronto and they beat one other team. Toronto, who's now one and three with some of the worst half court offense. Oh, my God. See. I. I was watching. You, I, you, I, were, you were saying during the live, you were double screening last night. Well, I watched some. Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I was watching um, and, and Portland, <laughs> so a team that like Philly that's Portland, that's yeah. Philly's other win is Portland. Yeah, no, I, I was watching some of t- Toronto. I was bouncing around last night. Um, sadly, not a lot of great games. Um, the one game that turned out to be a a very good game was the Lakers Magic game, which I could not stay up for. Mm. Um, but uh, what, what else was I going to say about last night? Uh, yeah, Toronto's man, that team is. I don't know where they're at. Uh, good win for the Bulls, though. The other, yes. the other team that's perpetually in a state of turmoil. They 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 went out and beat the 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 Pacers. The Pacers missed a lot of shots in the fourth quarter, but they, they that was a, a good win. Um, I'm trying to think, if there's anything else we need to touch on here? I mean, like you Toronto know, honestly, goes thirtieth in offensive rating. By the way, there's your your four game, your four game overreaction. They're averaging 100 points per 100 possessions. That's not what you want. Yeah. Seems like a team needs a point guard. 
It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m. and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com